Hello everyone, my name is Christian. Welcome back to TechPoint. Today our guest is Emre, the CEO of Anchor. Hello. Hi Christian, how are you? I'm great. Awesome. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Uh, please tell us what your company does. So our company is uh, Data Anchor. Uh, we call it Anchor as a brand. So we are move away from traditional IT controls. Um, so traditional IT controls are about building castles around your data. And if you look at historically, almost all innovations about uh, are about making that castle even stronger. So uh, it doesn't work. It makes people's lives difficult. So they almost always find a way around. All right. And it doesn't work in the first place mm -hmm. because once people are, uh, uh, you know, connected with data, the ownership is passed on, not just the right to access. So what we do is we bake protection directly into the data. So data becomes self-protected. The value of it is once you self-protect data, it can travel. So security travels with the data. It frees up people. So our three, uh, uh, you know, value uh, props are transparency, simplicity, and affordability. So we make it as zero friction as possible, as zero trust as possible, and zero knowledge as possible, so that uh, uh, you know, uh, organizations of all sizes can achieve compliance, or they can obtain easy uh, uh, cyber insurance policies with us uh, that wouldn't be possible without us. Okay, so that's the biggest problem that you solve? That's how you help companies? That's correct. So we make data self-protected and simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, and I saw on your website you have the solutions. Can you walk us through that? So what are the solutions, solutions you said? Mm -hmm. So the solutions, we have a, a, a multitude of solutions. So it uh, depends on what the organization asks for. So one possible solution that we have is, uh, uh, you know, internal protection of data, right? So uh, some organizations uh, want to protect their data, meaning they still want to collaborate. They still want their employees to access, uh, uh, you know, their sensitive data, but without okay. losing the control of the data. So without having to trust the other people to protect the data. So that's one dimension. We make sure that mm -hmm. data is controlled even during consumption by third parties and uh, uh, organizations own employees, which means, you know, uh, an employee leaving the organization cannot take uh, data with them without the consent of the organization. So that's one dimension. The second dimension is sharing. Specifically for larger organizations, one of the bigger problems is they have uh, numerous partners, right? So they work with tens of partners and there's collaboration. They want to lease data, lease data, meaning you, data is your most valued commodity. You want to be able to take advantage of it in various ways, like add value to both sides. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you want to be able to revoke it, uh, uh, you know, once your partnership is over or uh, uh, when you want to, right? So. In short, you want to have control over your data, even though you give full utility of it to uh, the parties that you collaborate with, you partner with. So the second dimension of our product is sharing. So we make sure that uh, organizations can share and collaborate on uh, specifically unstructured data, namely files, uh, without any friction added to the mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. actions of the uh, partners and without ever losing control, uh, meaning um, not just being able to lease, but also being able to monitor 
what, where data is, what uh, the third parties are up to uh, after sharing the data. Okay, okay. And uh, what and, uh, are the current in industries? So uh, it is quite wide. That's a blessing and a curse, actually. So blessing because I haven't talked with any industry uh, who said they don't need something like this. So almost across the board, they need it. It's a curse because you need focus, right? At some point, you need to focus. So uh, uh, typically, our fastest growing demand is from industrial base. So, um, you know, this includes, for example, manufacturers, uh, energy companies, uh, um, you know, architecture, engineering companies, uh, you know, especially those doing business with the government because of the compliance requirements. Mm -hmm. Because when we make uh, the protection data centric, many of the controls get so much easier. So that's one uh, focus that we have. But on the other hand, we also have as our customers, you know, um, financial organizations, healthcare, uh, because I mean, sensitive data is also a big deal there in those industries. And even as in situations where uh, organizations are using, um, a, a, for example, a cloud store or a server, which is, you know, uh, data management tools integrated with those, we can easily like seamlessly integrate with those. So if an organization wants, for example, to um, what we call anchor, we want to make anchor a verb as well as a noun. Okay, <laughs> when they want to anchor their data to a specific cloud store, for example, we come into the picture and we uh, manage to do that as well. So um, to summarize, um, fastest growing industrial base, which is basically architecture, engineering, construction, uh, especially organizations doing business with the government. Number two, cyber insurance needs. So SMBs as well as corporate type customers uh, who are, uh, uh, you know, who want to have some control over their uh, cyber insurance policies, being able to get them and at a, uh, an affordable price. That's the mm -hmm. second uh, fastest growing vertical for us. Okay. And uh, how do you price yourself? I saw so, that uh, it's custom pricing, but yes. uh, what can you tell us about that? So uh, we basically, uh, so for it is straightforward for uh, uh, small to mid-sized businesses and corporate uh, organizations, like our typical use cases mm -hmm. where a per user uh, a per month subscription based, like any other SaaS product, at the end of the day, our product, the heart and the brains of our product is offered as a SaaS platform where we have extensions over like endpoint agents, server agents, mobile uh, applications, and so on and so forth. So uh, at the end of the day, it's similar to any other SaaS product. So we have $16 per user per month, uh, okay. uh, you know, subscription price, that's the MSRP. Uh, um, but mm -hmm. for enterprises, the use cases can vary, right? For enterprises, we have custom pricing. We have like, depending on the value we add, we have value-based pricing rather than the number of users, number of seats that they use uh, to access the data. Okay. Mm -hmm. And can you show us some uh, successful use cases? People that, companies that use your, uh, your product. <laughs> uh, so successful use cases, I mean, uh, as I alluded to before, uh, w one of the specific use cases is like, for example, NIST slash CMMC compliance. So that's the uh, mm -hmm. NIST has been out there for at least five years now. 
and CMMC mm -hmm. is the new and extended version of NIST, uh, uh, you know, more specifically 800-171 specific type of controls for dealing with the type of the data that's called controlled unclassified information. So uh, that is what government mandates. If you have uh, what is in this class of controlled unclassified information, you have to have a bunch of controls over it. And without having those controls, you cannot even sign a contract with the government, specifically with the Department of Defense. So one of the significant use cases that we have is our security architecture is very much in alignment with the requirements of CMMC, many of the domains. Let me explain. So uh, once you, again, okay. as I said, it's all back to data, right? So integrate your protection and controls into the data itself. So now once you say, hey, my controlled unclassified information is in a server or like in this commercial cloud, whatever, you start by anchoring it. Once you anchor it, it adds some uh, very difficult controls, like it solves the uh, control of flow of information. It, it makes sure that you have uh, FIPS uh, validated, uh, namely government approved uh, encryption on it. Which, is, which we make fully transparent to the end user as long as they follow specific rules, okay? Uh, we solve, for example, a very difficult problem called the split tunnel issue. We make sure mm -hmm. that every piece of controlled unclassified information is fully monitored, okay, during its lifetime. So you have this lineage of access, which helps significantly with a, a bunch of controls as well as um, incident response. So. Uh, compliance, uh, specifically NIST compliance, we help significantly. Once you start with uh, uh, the focus on your data, then everything else becomes so much simpler because now you have a handle on your CUI, everything else becomes simple. And if you, again, um, you know, using this use case, let me point back to the original value prop. So uh, we have, I mean, historically, we add all these, you know, like uh, our firewalls, like, you know, virtual networks and stuff like that, all mm -hmm. in the purpose of protecting data. So it's yes. like we have been, for some reason, focusing on activity around data rather than data itself. And what we prove <laughs> is... Once you focus on data itself directly, because that's your purpose, data protection is your purpose. Ultimately, once you focus on data directly, everything else becomes so much simpler. So uh, uh, as a result, like, I mean, compliance is one example. Compliance becomes so much simpler once you focus on data first. So uh, <laughs> another successful use case is cyber insurance. Um, one of our customers, just to give an example, uh, they uh, were denied a policy, cyber insurance policy, six times before they, uh, uh, you know, deploy us. And we help them, you know, not just with the price, the policy price, but also with, uh, uh, you know, being able to obtain a policy in the first place. Um, so again, as I said, uh, cloud, if you're using commercial cloud, one of the complaints that our customers before using us had was, Hey, okay, cloud, once it's uploaded to the cloud, uh, there are certain controls, protections that uh, cloud providers give, but it's so easy to take the data out of the cloud. For example, like you sync it on your desktop, 
you attach it to an email, like you share it with WhatsApp, you know, or, or at that point, the organization completely loses control of the files. And, you know, like employees, for so example, they use SaaS solutions, like, I mean, CRM, Salesforce, for example, once they download, uh, they can take it to their next stop, to their uh, uh, next company, which happens to be potentially a competitor. So once you anchor your cloud store or your SaaS solution to your organization, you have control over it. You still enable, empower your users to, uh, uh, without a friction, access and consume. But at the same time, you keep, you retain controls over the data so they cannot take it to the next stop. Uh, with them when they leave. <laughs> very, very interesting. And uh, what's your view on competition? I don't know. Uh, well, so, yeah, what's your I mean, take on, uh, on competition? Absolutely. We have, uh, I don't want to name competitors directly here uh, in the podcast. We have a couple of competitors. So one of the, uh, not many though, because one of the abilities that we have is uh, uh, being able to control even after the fact, meaning Suppose at some mm -hmm. point you have access to uh, data. It's like fully transparent. You don't even know that there's anything between you and the data. But once you <laughs> break the rules made by the organization, for example, just as an example, you, this file cannot get out of United States boundaries. Or you may even say that, hey, studio, these files are very sensitive. Only when you're connected to the studio's Wi-Fi unit and the IP range can you access it. So. What we can do is, once that rule is broken, even if you have access, we can revoke access after the fact. So you, uh, your file, uh, you know, your interaction with those uh, sensitive files turn into ciphertext, namely uh, completely um, a cipher which is unreadable. Okay, so that ability, and especially in our case, we can have that ability for all kinds of applications, like not just Office documents, but also uh, CAD applications, your custom applications. We are kind of application agnostic. We can integrate it to any application, any sophisticated application that you can have. And being able to have that kind of control, universal control, is unique. So we have a few, um, only I would say three, four competitors who can also do that. But are, okay. we have significant differentiators in terms of simplicity, in terms of um, uh, you know, uh, ability to, um, you know, add controls in a completely uh, transparent way. Um, and uh, furthermore, we have a, like, I mean, we have one patent assigned, we have one patent on, say, uh, the heartbeat technology assigned and uh, another one pending. So uh, we have uh, also IP protections that are around our controls. Uh, specifically like being able to add any control to uh, continually authorize access to files is kind of unique to us. And another thing that I should mention here is, uh, oh, oh, before that, sharing, okay? Not just protection, share. I mean, you can extend it, the, the, the controls to uh, a situation where the third parties need not set up an agent. So agent-free, mm -hmm sharing and retaining controls is the other major, major differentiator that we have. Uh, um, uh, another interesting note is that it's a very volatile market. I mean, almost, 
I would say 80, 85% of our competitors, I mean, in my list of competitors, they have been acquired by uh, larger organizations. So now they are being offered as a part of larger platforms by big security companies. So, uh, you know, we, we are the only one, I would say, in this area, in this blue mm -hmm. ocean area, doing innovation without being uh, uh, tied to any other platform. And uh, what's your end vision with the product? So end vision, we want to be the uh, front runners and, um, you know, the leaders in data control. So let me explain. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at the history in data, uh, it, it all started by like, I mean, I'm also coming from an academic background. I was a professor working on data throughout my career. I mean, data, it can be data communication, data protection. Uh, all across the board. If you look at the history, it started with like Shannon, Claude Shannon's uh, a famous paper in 1948, like a mathematical theory of communication. So he basically laid the foundation for um, digital communication. I mean, even mm -hmm. take a step back, he basically proved that all information is digital. Okay, so <laughs> uh, digital started with him, digital communication and you know, being able to uh, process files efficiently in computers took next. Once the computer power exceeded a specific, um, uh, uh, you know, threshold, his vision is fully realized. And uh, we have built networks. We have built the internet, right? This is 90s. Uh, and uh, <laughs> after that, we said, okay, let's index because now there's a lot of uh, information. Let's index so that anybody who is looking for specific kind of data can reach it quickly. So uh, uh, early 2000s was about uh, indexing and making sure that we can access information as accurately as we want in a uh, short amount of time. Now that we have indexed and easy access, data started to become abundant and we started making use of uh, data in our businesses and also other tools such as artificial intelligence, like machine learning. Why? Because data is abundant and those uh, uh, tasks are data intensive. So you, now that you have access to data, you can uh, uh, get high utility in such algorithms as like machine learning uh, and artificial intelligence. But now we have a problem. It's so abundant that we lost control of it. I mean, especially if you are doing business yes. with data, uh, God knows where, you know, uh, our data is, who has access. It's everywhere. I mean, to the extent that with the recent attacks, it's safe to assume that the data that you think belongs to your organization is a commodity. It's everywhere. It's, it's not yes. yours anymore. It's everybody's. So now, yes. I, as I see it, this decade, you know, 2020s, will be about getting back control of our data. It was very easy 30 years ago. Why? Because we carried our data physically with us in a floppy disk. Now yes. <laughs> uh, we have to put it back in a smarter way, in a in a uh, uh, completely soft way. You still want to be able to have data, the same utility, but without losing control of it. Back to your question. My vision is to be the leader in data control. So we have to have... Uh, data control, that's the next decade. And uh, I want to make Data Anchor or Anchor one of the leaders in that area. Super, super. What's your favorite software? 
apart from Anchor. <laughs> uh, software, um, so like, I mean, Miro is something that we use uh, quite a bit, um, you know, um, uh, so that is a SaaS software, as you know, like uh, adding adding efficiency uh, to businesses. Myra is something that we use. We use Notion as well. Obviously, Slack is something. I mean, all these tools that I'm giving are right now online, like SaaS-based uh, offerings. But my favorite software historically is MATLAB. I mean, uh, I love MATLAB. Okay. Anytime I have anything uh, quantitative, uh, I directly... Um, you know, jump on MATLAB and use MATLAB. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else that you want to tell us today on the podcast? Today, um, you know, we, again, if uh, data control is the new thing, you know, if you have visions around that, please reach out to me. I mean, we can make data uh, subject to context and, you know, like... Uh, so easily, so transparently, so smoothly, to the extent that we can, uh, you know, enable some of our, especially larger customers to run experiments. Like, hey, I have a context like face recognition. I have a, another context, say sound waves. That's in fact how we uh, initially started. So any fancy idea, any innovative idea, reach out to us. We can have a conversation. We are hiring uh, in different areas, uh, creative, implementation, uh, you know, uh, uh, development, we have, um, you know, availabilities and openings. Also, if you are an organization of all sizes, it can be an SMB, it can be a corporate type customer. Uh, I think, I mean, you may, again, traditionally have budgets for very traditional old fashioned tools such as firewalls, such as DLP, okay, but they don't, they are proven to be broken. I mean, not just from a usability perspective, but also from actually safety and robustness perspective. Mm -hmm. It is time that you try new things, especially in cybersecurity and data security. <clears throat> Get, reach out to us. Uh, and uh, one last try new uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, one last quick questions, a quick question, if you can tell us your integrations. Oh, we I have, forgot about that. <laughs> oh, okay. So specifically, we have uh, like integrations with, like we have mobile applications, right? So iOS and Android. So we have um, a seamless desktop experience on uh, Windows systems, Windows 10, 11. We have seamless server experiences on the data uh, protection and, you know, like management side on the cloud side. We can integrate with, uh, you know, pretty much every cloud store that you have. I mean, cloud stores okay. such as SharePoint, OneDrive, Dropbox, Ignite. I mean, you name it and we can have integration. And again, our uh, purpose in the very short run is to make it the north uh, uh, southbound connection so simple, so trivial that you can take us and add data control on any task, any SaaS solution, any um, uh, application universally. So we are almost there already. I mean, we are application agnostic. <laughs> you can, for example, I mean, connect us to Salesforce and if your employees download stuff from Salesforce, it will be under your control as it's consumed on uh, uh, you know, the desktop. So it's, it's your oh, imagination, nice. the integration. Okay, thank you so much for being here.
Thanks, Christian. My pleasure. And thanks for having me.